All right, y'all, we're back. Um, yes, I just had to um, do some, t- uh, a little tweaking when it comes to the tech. Uh, I believe this will be a better reception and you'll be able to hear me more, more clearly, more clearly, more clearly. Yes, yeah, so where were we? We were on... Um, yeah, so we so we were created to be led, right? Um, and that was, I mean, the enemy knew that, right? Remember when we think about the history of the enemy and who he was, right? Um, he was someone who, you know, was again, and we we gotta go back to rebellion and opposition towards god what the enemy did to adam and eve in the garden was what the enemy did himself to god right he wanted to be like god right he wanted what god wanted he coveted the belongings of god even though god favored him according to you know according to uh according to the story right god um he was favored by god above all else right when it when it came to beauty and everything right but that was not enough so think about that in the realms of covetousness in our life right that's one of the commandments of course thou shalt not covet i believe it's the 10th commandment in chronological order according to the scriptures thou shalt not covet right think about that um in you know in in your personal life where you have people it doesn't matter who they are if if god if god if one of god's most favored angels coveted god don't you think that your family members or whoever that's closest to you will covet whatever god is doing in your life whatever favor he has bestowed upon you think about the josephs again think about the davids right think about even you know even even uh you know um what's his name uh judas iscariot right think about you know what i'm saying even though what judas did was according to god's plan um that had to be fulfilled in order for god's plan to um be fulfilled right um but you have to kind of see some type of jealousy or or something there you know for him to do what he did right so think about that in 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 your personal life think about relationships that you have think about people that are around you who's supposed to be a best friend you understand what i'm saying people who you see you know especially if you're especially if you're someone who again like god know you know god created his children to be a certain way um you know most times the children of god from what i what i notice a common thread between the children of god are honesty um they're it's honesty, being truthful. Um, I also notice just uh, abnormal amount of compassion and understanding, even in sinful nature, even in, you know, as being, you know, children of the enemy before we're, you know, we're rebirthed according to the spirit of God. You know, you'll find that you're still different in the world. And that's one of the reasons why so many of us have been, again, ostracized and just treated as the quote unquote black sheep or the misfit or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because even even in our rebellion, even in the inheritance that we've received as children of, you know, of our ancestors, you know, there's still still something different in you because remember eve adam and eve they were children of god right and so when they ate the fruit of 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 rebellion now it's like two seeds within them so they they have the children of god in in them right adam has the children of god in his loins and um and the children of the enemy children of rebellion so there are two seeds in them right and so that's why you have you know what I'm saying? It's like a war against the world. It's a spiritual war because you have the seeds of Satan, right? The seeds of the enemy and the seeds of God warring against each other, right? And I believe in the scripture. Um, let me just pull the scripture up real quick. After, of course, judgment is handed upon them because of rebellion and rightfully so. Um, could you man- imagine if God had not um, cast judgment upon them? Could you imagine what they would have continued to do? You know, that's why the word of God talks about disciplining your children, disciplining your children, because, you know, people, you know, children needs to be they need to be disciplined. And um, 
even in relationships, right? You have to discipline people in your relationships because if you don't set the standard or set a boundary or set an expectation, they're going to do what they want to do in your life and whatever that is from the most oppressive evil ways to, you know what I'm saying, to whatever, you know, they're going to do what they want to do. So you also have to discipline um, people in your life. But most importantly, you have to discipline yourself. You have to make decisions that show that you love yourself, that shows you respect yourself and you honor yourself and have dignity. And, you know, you want to honor your temple, especially as a born again believer. You know, you're not going to engage in certain acts. You're not going to say certain things. You're not going to eat certain foods. You know, you're not going to entertain certain things. Your eyes are not going to entertain certain things. Your ears are not going to entertain certain things because you have a high regard for your body, your temple, right? Be holy for I am holy. And so again, it's not something that you can do overnight or in your own human might. It is something that is accomplished by the power of the Holy Spirit, which the Lord promised to us after he ascended, right? And revealed in his word. But um so so this is so we're now um so now we're at Genesis three and the Lord, you know, uh indicts and convicts these rebellious people, right? So we're starting at Genesis three, chapter fourteen. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, you are cursed more than all animals and domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groveling groveling in the dust as long as you live, and I will cause hostility between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Now these offsprings that the Spirit of God is talking about is, like I said, the offspring the offspring of the seeds of God, which he made them in um them in their image and likeness, it was already part of God's plan for, for them to be fruitful and to multiply, right? That was already ordained in his covenant. Now they went on and ate the uh, uh, the seed of rebellion. So now she's also going to give birth to seeds uh of rebellion and, and disobedience, aka wicked and evil. Right. So a lot of people want to blame God for the evils and the corruption that's going on in the world and not even considering, you know, you know, their evils and their contribution to evils. But most importantly, just uh, the consequences and the actions of our, of our ancestors. And that is for those who believe. Right. I am I, also aware of very much aware of worldviews and understand that if you're not seeing from the lens that I'm seeing from or the lens that I'm speaking from, then, you know, everything that I say is going to sound crazy to you. And I think that's one of the things that hold, that's one of the reasons people hold back because they don't have enough confidence to speak their truth or to trust their language, trust their instincts. That's something that the Lord spoke to me several years ago. He whispered to me in my spirit, trust my language, trust my instincts. And it took me a while for me to, it took a while for me to really understand what he was saying. Not that it had to take me a while, but because I, it took me a while for me to really receive what he was saying and just to ask him like to break it down for me. But anyways, that is something that you, you know, things as you grow in your relationship, just like with any relationship, you know what I'm saying? You begin to be more open, more honest, and just, you know, especially when you're dealing with the Lord, as you begin to understand who he is truthfully and how much, how he's truly love, love beyond your wildest dreams, love beyond your capacity to understand you know, you begin to bring to him every little, everything, everything that is going on in your life. You'll know that he truly delights in, in everything that you do and is and busies himself with you, especially if you're someone who chooses and makes decisions consciously to do the right thing. He's always there for you. But um, so the, so she is now the mother of birthing of good and evil because that's what she ate. Right. She she wanted that fruit. So she ate the fruit and now she's the mother of birthing good and evil when she was, should have been only the mother to birth good. But anyways, so now you find again, just the children of God warring against evil, warring against the ways of this world, warring against the spiritual uh, principalities and evil forces in the heavenly realms manifested in the lives of indi individuals, starting from your blood, starting in your bloodline. There are things that you're dealing with, not because it was your choice, but because someone in your bloodline made a decision to to rebel against God, to disobey God, and to, you know, allow the works of the flesh, the works of the enemy to corrupt the bloodline. And now you are just a recipient or an inheritor of something that you had, you know, you had no decision in making. But that doesn't mean that you, this is, this is something that you have to accept for the rest of your life. And this is where the Lord talks about my people perish for lack of knowledge, because it's like a lot of people ex are accepting things as part of quote unquote, their destiny, not knowing that, you know, God made a way for us to be 
not only redeemed from the curse, but to experience a life that I believe is even greater than what was lost in the Garden of Eden. But how do we know this is, is, is of course, according to the word of God. But it's, of course, you know, the start of knowing this is surrendering to God, surrendering to the Most High, whether, however you choose to, you know what I'm saying? However you choose to describe him based on your ignorance, you know, we all have to start somewhere. I didn't start, you know, speaking the way that I speak about the Lord. I didn't have the understanding that I did, you know what I'm saying, about the Lord as I do now. It took me surrendering. It took faithfulness. It took me being steadfast. It took his grace. Um, it took, you know what I'm saying, just a walk with the Lord, right? And and having him deal with me and transform my mind. So now I'm here where I'm at right now. And so, you know, a lot of people, you know, we've all at we we all receive, I believe, the same injection of faith when the Spirit of God opens our eyes to the revelation as to who we are and, and what He's made available to us through Christ Jesus. We all experience we all, I believe, get the same level of, of experience when it comes to seeking God um, at that point where, you know, he makes very clear, you know, who we are and, and who Jesus Christ is. And then after that, it is up to us. And yeah, so my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That's from Hosea uh, chapter four, verse six. So like I was saying, it is up to us after God's revelation, after he open your eyes and delivers you from the mud and, and and begins to wash you clean. It is up to you now to sustain that just like any other relationship, any relationship, human relationship, relationship that you have, you put into it, you pour into it, right? Think about relationships that you have, whether they're platonic, casual, whatever, intimate, family, familial, whatever, you know, you pour into these relationships, you invest the time, and you do what you need to do to grow, right? So imagine if the Lord thy God, you know, opens himself to you, breaks into your, your reality and reveals to you, you know what I'm saying, that he loves you and that he wants to commune with you and develop a relationship with you, Um, at, you know, then now it's up to you to make decisions that come into agreement with that desire. And that can, it's, it goes both ways. It's like, you can do that or not. So a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, especially, you know, I've, I've noticed this in, in, in the body of Christ, there are people who, you know, who may have fallen to the wayside, who have backslid or became lukewarm in their faith. And, you know, when someone who is on fire for the Lord or like Jeremiah, who's, who have, as he said, fire shut up in my bones and their fire and the fervor for the Lord, the, thy God is, it's, it's, it's palpable. You'll have people who are jealous of that, who, and yes, they can be believers. Yes, they can be people who talk about the Lord and all that and can still be jealous and have the spirit of jealousy or these, as they say, Jezebel spirits that come upon them and have them undermine, you know, try to undermine the children of God and the obedient children of God who are, you know, being faithful. And so you have to watch out for that. You have to watch out for people around you who the enemy is using to emotionally trigger, you know what I'm saying, just these um your decisions. That's one of the that's one of the ways that I know, you know, which God revealed to me recently, how the enemy was using emotion to trigger just um to influence the decisions that I was making in my life when God was calling me to, you know, to move out from, you know, you know where I was from, you know what I'm saying when he was telling me to disconnect with certain people, you know what I'm saying, the enemy was using emotions that he started um emotional triggers that he started cultivating in my life as a child um um to you know ultimately have me make decisions that are not in truth but according to emotions and you know when you are making decisions according to emotions you know that you know that's not that doesn't necessarily end up in 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 good you know um when you're making decisions based on emotion right people the world refers to it as emotional intelligence or the lack thereof you know i like i just it's just it's to me it's just you know emotions is just it's part of the soul and it is something that you know what i'm saying because of again just the the the, the nature that we've inherited as children of god it it has become perverted i feel like your emotions should be tied to the spirit of god alone and the spirit of god alone however the lord wants you to react and respond i mean it, that's how you react and respond. But because so many of us have been trained to respond emotionally, 
you know, especially if you're someone who've grown up in quote unquote powerless situations where you may not have had a parent or a mother or father in the house. You know what I'm saying? You may have grew, grew up as an orphan or maybe you did have a mother and a father in the house. A lot of people think that orphans are people who, who, you know, that in a lot of people feel or believe that orphans are only people who have, you know what I'm saying, parents who are physically absent from the house. No, you can have parents who are in the house, but they're not parents. They don't know how to be parents. They, they just are just they just don't know. And so you have that orphan experience as well, which, it you know, the consequences or uh, the fruits of that experience are similar, whether the parents are in the house or outside of the house. You know, if you're not raising the child according to, you know, whether it's bib according to biblical standards or according to the best way you know how, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, whatever that is, you know, you know, you have parents who are in the house, but they had they were addicts. You know, you understand what I'm saying? You had parents in the house who were so broken that they just they didn't love their children that the way they should be loved. Every time they looked at their child, they saw the spouse or the significant other who looked like the child. And so they treated them accordingly, right? There's all these different experiences that causes parents to not be who they're supposed to be. But, um, um, and thus, you know, as that child, you'll find that a lot of orphans, they struggle with power. They struggle with control. They struggle with the need to control and have control over situation and control over things. They struggle with that, um, that that boss the bossiness like to be right to be bossy right and you know again it, it can be a thing of you know that can be a, just a personality you know because it's leading you down the path to be a part of a career or profession where you do need to have you know be able to be control in control and strong and and, and things like that but it can become perverted where now you want to control people based off of your emotions right and so what god does for the spirit of God does for for the human being, you know, amongst other things, is you know He delivers you from that need to control people, right? To control individuals based on your emotions, because human beings, the truth is, human beings are going to do whatever they want to do, and that's why the and how the enemy uses individuals, you know what I'm saying, to do the worst things to you, right? Or the worst, the things that they believe will be the worst things to you to get a reaction out of you so that you make decisions that goes against the righteousness of God, so that you make decisions that go against your identity as a child of God. As a child of God, you are in control. You've been given power and authority. You can decree and declare a thing. You can speak a word. A king speaks a word and people obey and listens. So when you're now, you know, making moves and making decisions, to control people based on how you feel it is revealing that you are powerless it's a deceptive and you know a crafty way to reveal to the spiritual principalities and the evil forces that you are powerless and thus you are um again just like the enemy did to adam and eve you know he 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 deceived them so that they can use their own free will against themselves. So when you respond emo uh, with the lack of quote unquote emotional intelligence or emotional, uh, the emotional awareness or emotional truth, emotional knowledge that the spirit of God gives you when you act um, counter that, right? When you act in opposition to that, right? As a child of God, you are thus saying that you are not who God says you are. You are who they say you are, whoever they is. Now, people always want to, people make they or define they in a lot of ways. I define, when I speak of they, especially on my, especially on my social media posts, when I speak of they, quote unquote, I re, I'm referring to evil because evil has no color. Evil has no gender. Evil has, you know, no economic uh background and i sound i'm saying no educational background evil is just evil it is rooted in the spirit and it takes the form of whoever is willing to allow it to take the form as and the more you know truth the more you will be not controlled and deceived by evil the stronger the spirit of god is in you the more discernment you have the more wisdom you have the more you'll be able to trample over evil like dust under your feet and that's really what it is again coming back to your identity as a child of god you can't escape the evils of this world this is that's, that's what the world is the way that it is you know i remember i had i was having this conversation with this woman who you know was talking about um uh you know she she well she was watching my posts she wasn't following my social media she, but i guess she just just snoops and she comes on and she watches or whatever but anyways she made a comment and she was like saying that you know 
it seems like it's like me against my my comments are like it's me against the world it's me against you know what i'm saying it's like the whole world is against me and it's just like no well if 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 that is what your perception is especially as someone who has a business where you're exploiting your employees and having your employees engaged in you know in in or experience a hostile work environment you know what i'm saying and you're telling me that the world is against me i mean clearly you're you're blinded miss and clearly you know you're speaking you know <laughs> you're speaking again with the words of the enemy who's trying to undermine my truth and under, undermine the truth that god has given me to speak so you know she said what she said or whatever but again, it's just like there is there is a, a war of the worlds. There is a spiritual battle against the children of God, the true children of God. Right. And so wherever you're going and you're living, deciding to live righteously, you're deciding to do the right thing. You're deciding to not let evil influence or, or corrupt your life. I mean, listen, listen, you'll be in situations where you have people literally lying to your face, right, lying to your face about situations that is clear and evident right trying to sabotage whether they know it or not you know the things that god is calling you to do in your life and the evil one would use them to hinder that for selfish reasons a lot of the times people do things that they do sometimes it really has nothing to do with you it's just the darkness in them that we've all have to be we all have to be delivered from right our eyes have to be open according to god's grace but it's like you don't have control over these people all you can do is um, take it to the Lord, like pray to him, you know, take your petitions to him, reveal to him what's going on, who's being a hindrance, a hindrance in, in your space, how the enemy is using this person and, and pray for that individual as well. Because when you get into it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's when you're not able to live in the freedom of God, the freedom that the spirit of God makes available to all of us, true freedom, right? For those who believe you are being a puppet otherwise, otherwise, other than that, you're being a puppet of evil a puppet of the works of the flesh, a puppet of the kingdom of darkness, right? Manifesting the fruits of the kingdom of darkness, jealousy, strife, envy, hate, contention, right? Gossip, um, you know, all these different things that the kingdom of darkness needs in order to, to, to rule in the earth. Greed, pride, vainglory, apathy, like all these different things, you know what I'm saying? That we all, uh, gluttony, like all these different things that anger, wrath, all these different things that affects the human, the human experience is, is facilitated by the kingdom of darkness. That's why the spirit of God told them not to eat from the tree of good and evil, because you do not, in other words, you do not have the capacity to steward evil, right? You do not have the capacity to steward the, you know, what this tree has, what this fruit, excuse me, has in it. I didn't build you for that. I didn't create you for that. I created you to guide you, to lead you so that you walk closely with me. I take care of you. I provide for you. I, you know, I, and I do all that good stuff for you. And you rule under my rulership, but ultimately I'm still ruling, right? Because I know it's best for you. That's how I created you. And so the enemy comes and says, no, God is actually hiding from you. He's actually lying, right? He's actually lying. He's actually trying to hide things from you. And they believed what he said. And thus, what they did, they ate, of course, and now look at the situation, the current situation of the world, right? Still, the pride of human beings are trying to find solutions. Things when it comes to whether it's homelessness, right? I live in a city where the homelessness is ridic it's ridiculous. I don't understand how this city, this state, specifically this city, how, you know what I'm saying, they talk about the city of angels and they talk about all these different things and which you don't necessarily see on in the media, but it's crazy how the streets are lined. It's insane. I just don't understand how even these quote unquote wealthy neighborhoods, certain wealthy neighborhoods and neighborhoods where people supposedly are rich and, and have all these resources, how the homeless population has truly, you know, and, and I get that people, you know, are homeless for different reasons. I get that there are people who, you know, they, they just want to be homeless. They they don't want to have bills and, you know, and the responsibilities of being an adult. But at the same time, you can really, at least I know for me, right, the spirit of discernment. I've discerned that if there is just negligence. There are just people who have turned a blind eye to the stench that homelessness has, 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 you know, made in this, in this city, has caused the city to experience. And again, that goes back to human pride. 
that goes back to just the wickedness and the evil nature of human beings right and you know whether you feel like you um you know what I'm saying? Every good that you do isn't necessarily good. So you may say, you know what? I don't have a solution to this homelessness, right? But God does. God has a solution to this homeless homelessness. So how about you humble yourself and seek the living God who has answers for all questions and, and, and seek his solutions, right? And so these things, you know, don't come just off of, you know, a human being, you know what I'm saying, thinking that they have, they are in control and that they have the answers to all the questions. These answers, these solutions, this wisdom comes from the Spirit of God, who's perfect, who's perfect in all wisdom, who has all the solutions, all the answers to everything that's going on in, in life, all right? And how we access that is no different from how, you know, in the, in the Garden of Eden, how our ancestors would have been able to sustain their righteousness by walking in close communion with God, by living according to God's truth, according to his commands, according to his principles, according to his precepts and ordinances to obey him, blessings. And in so doing, we are able to pull down the strategies, the solutions, the answers, the wisdom of God to solve the problems that I don't care how educated you are. I mean, we have educated people who are in government, people who have powers, you know, in, in positions of influence and, and, and authority, and they cannot for any, for nothing. It doesn't matter how much money they have. They cannot come up and find the solutions of problems, longstanding problems, things that's been going on for years. It's just getting worse and worse and worse. And they don't have an answer. They won't have an answer because, again, going back to the human pride and trying to do things without the spirit of God and feeling like you are God when you're not, just like the enemy says, you know, he says, you know, um, God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it and you will be like God. So this idea of being like God still continues, right? We are made in the image and likeness of God, but, you know, we are not to be like God because we can't. We, were, we weren't created to be like God, right? We were created to be led by God and to be his expression on the earth, facilitated and sustained by a right, righteous, right relationship with him. And nothing else. Everything else flows from that. But without God, we are nothing. Without the Spirit of God, we are fools. And so through Christ, we have been redeemed from this curse. You know what I'm saying? That it's truly, you know, you, you could sit and blame your mother. Like I said, you can sit and blame the people in your life for their mess ups, for how they hurt you and harmed you. You know what I'm saying? You can hold on to resentment. You can hold on to, you know what I'm saying, just the anger and all these different things. But the moment you know, the Spirit of God opens your eyes to see that these people were themselves are themselves victims, that these people are themselves a result of just their unwillingness and uh, failure to have faith and to exercise faith and to believe in, the, in, in God and, and, his, and his healing power. A lot of you people who are listening to my platform, again, going back to knowing who you are, knowing who you are called to so that you're able to speak unapologetically and uncompromisingly about the things that God has revealed to you. And whether or not they, you know, you're speaking to an, a specific audience, you should be able to speak your truth. You should be able to speak, you know what I'm saying, the messages and the revelations and the mysteries that God in his gracious kindness and generosity has revealed to you. Things that, again, it doesn't matter how much money you have or how educated you are. These things God reveals to the fools, to the foolish, quote-unquote, according to the standards of the world. These things God reveals to the simple, quote-unquote, according to the world. Uh, according to the standards of the world. So when you realize and get the revelation of God's that you are favored by God, that you are special in the eyes of God, that you are honorable and blameless in the eyes of God, as you know, you got to understand in, you know, in the context of, you know, the world, right? How, how are you going to be seen in the world, right? When you are favored and, and, and blameless to a God who is holy, to a God who is righteous, right? In a world that is corrupted and perverted, they're not going to like you. Right, they're not look at look at how, what they did to the Lord. They look at look at what they did to him. Right, so but again, by the power of the Spirit, we are able to do exploits beyond the human ability to do. 
you know, to accomplish. We're able to achieve things by the power of the Spirit of God, not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of the living God. We're able to accomplish these things. We are able to provide the solutions and solve the problems of humanity that continues to destroy lives instead of turning our blind eye in ignorance and shutting the door on the homeless that's, 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 that's sleeping on your sidewalk. Right? Right? And so it's very easy for people to, you know, as the as the spirit of God revealed to me, these individuals, because this was a, this was a shock to me, y'all. Like I'm not even going front, because you know we grow up, you know we again media, you know the storytelling media that it is, you know it talks about, and this should be a sign to you guys just on a bigger picture, on a larger scale, you know when it comes to the world, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Wherever you live, understand that the people wherever you live, if you know. It, you know, depending on the disposition of their heart, right? Remember that we can only speak truth and be truth and live in love because of the spirit of God, nothing else and no one else. So you'll find that, you know, for the most part, everything that is presented in the media or wherever in your life, it's there is some self-seeking or selfish ambition intention behind it, right? When you really break down the barriers, when you really get to the core of why people do certain things. So, so when it comes to you know the the marketing strategies right let's just say of even businesses and brands you know a brand is going to highlight you know what i'm saying truthfully you know what i'm saying or um deceptively you know whatever it is that they want it you know to 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 do to attract people to buy their products and services right and that's just on a lower scale when it comes to you know brands and organizations and businesses and things like that but think about that on a macro scale think about that when it comes to you know tourism right or traveling or traveling opportunities traveling uh businesses that's focused on traveling right think about how they are going to uh, present their country or their state or their city as the place to travel to and you get there and you know of course you don't pay for your, for your trip you don't pay for this you don't pay for that you're there and you experience something that's just like not what they said in the media. That's what, you know, that's what people do. Um, that's what it's like, you know, when that's what it was like for me when I got here. I was just like, wow, I did not, I couldn't, I didn't imagine, you know what I'm saying, that LA, you know, and I get all the different reasons that people say people, you know, there are multiple reasons people mention that, you know, to me, because I ask, you know, I ask people who are from here, like, what's going on with the homeless situation? What's going on with the, the homeless population? Like, what's up? Like, why is, like, what's going on here? And, you know, they've had their, you know, they broke it down to me to the best of their ability. You know what I'm saying? One of the reasons they said, you know, people are, you know, they just leave their states and their you know, wherever they're from to come to LA because of the weather, you know what I'm saying? There's, you know, they are able to sleep outside, things like that. Then, you know, some is just, you know, you know, um, they said, you know, something, there's like a backlog when it comes to like housing and, and things like that. But, you know, scratch all that. Um, at the end of the day, it's just ridiculous. Um, and it's simply because they just did, you know, again, it doesn't matter how educated you are, how much money you have. If you don't have the wisdom of God to provide these solutions, if you don't have the love of God in you, according to according to truth, because there's a lot of love going around here that people subscribe to love, but they really don't know what love is. Right. It's all these different perverted, corrupted definitions of love, and they have no idea what love is. And so what the Lord revealed to me was that these people are, you know, circumcised in lips, but they're not circumcised in their hearts. So, you know, they ha they'll, they'll say all these different things. They'll do all these different things. But in their heart, they're not circumcised. In their heart, they don't have the heart of God in them. Because if you had the heart of God in you, truly, God will give you the answers and the solutions to solve these problems. But it's evident, as they say, you will know them by their fruits. It's evident that, you know, on the outside, or should I say, as the marketing, you know, uh, creates to perceive you know, a certain city or a certain state or a certain way, you'll find that when you get to the core, when you get, you know, when you actually get the experience yourself and you're seeing, well, it's not, this is not what they're saying. This is not what it, what it is. You'll find that, you know, it's, it's uncircumcised hearts. It's just like, you don't love these people enough to really figure out what the problem is or how we can help these people. Right. It's kind of like, if nobody is winning, how if if we're all not winning, how can we rejoice? How can we eat good? How can we be happy if all of us are not 
seating are uh, sitting at the table now i understand that you can't change everyone's life i understand that everyone doesn't want to be helped i understand that you know some people just like to live the way that they want to live but the sermon has shown me glory to god that it's more than that it's not even about that it's just um circumcised lips but uncircumcised hearts there are a lot of people talking about love and light and city of angels but they have no idea what love is and you know what i'm saying and it takes things having to happen it takes a shakeup. It takes an economic crash. It takes, you know, people's homes being lost. It takes people who have uh, arrogantly and unapologetically turned a blind eye to be uh, removed from their positions of authority um, and, and to be replaced by, replaced by those who understand. And like I said before, have been given access to the wisdom of God to create the solutions to receive the funds and the money and the resources to establish righteousness on the earth according to the kingdom of god so yes the time has come for that um and i know you know part of me moving here and other people that i've met thus far um who you know who i believe god is going to be is using to again to do what he does as the judge of all judge as the god who sits upon the highest thrones and watch and studies the hearts of man and knows exactly the right time to move in to establish justice on earth because god is the god of the oppressed god is the god of the orphans god is the god of the poor god is the god of the widows god is the god of those who cries out by the you know because of the oppression and the exploitation of others okay and so you know he all he is seeking all the lord is seeking are ready and willing vessels if god opened if god you know what i'm saying has revealed himself to you understand that he has a purpose for you he has a plan for you he has a work for you he has a he has an opportunity for you let me tell you something working for the lord is nothing like working for the lord okay he took me out of just these exploitative environments you understand what i'm saying and gave me a platform gave me a brand gave me multiple brands excuse me gave me a voice gave me just an opportunity to serve him in an unconventional untraditional untraditional way and has empowered me to even create even more opportunities to envision and see myself the way that he sees me to truly have a a a, a, a working active relationship in truth with him you understand what i'm saying everything that i know now it wasn't because i went and sat in a church of four walls what he did was he he strategically provided opportunities for me whether it's through online streaming service whether it's from just me and his spirit in me leading me because as the word of god talks about the lord said i will give you the holy spirit who would lead you into all truth so that's what i was saying before people are dealing with situations that they have no business dealing with because if they were truly connected to the vine, if they were truly connected to the vine, who is Jesus Christ, the cornerstone of, of the body of Christ and, and the king himself, they wouldn't have the answers. They would not be deceived and fooled by wolves in sheep's clothing. They will not allow the enemy, he use, the enemy who uses people to hinder and stunt the growth, your spiritual growth. They would not allow, they would see these situations. You Let me tell you something. I could see the enemy from afar i meet somebody you understand what i'm saying and immediately the lord will say okay watch out for this person because this person is you know <laughs> this person is is, is is sent by the evil one this person is going to be used or maybe not sent right this person is going to be used by the evil one to do something that's going to try to trip me up right so watch them do not this do not um do not despise my instructions. Do not despise, again, just his wisdom and his insight, his knowledge, right? We, you know, we can't trust the heart. The heart is treacherous. The heart has hidden secrets and things that only God knows. And when he reveals something to you according to your spirit, trust and believe what he's saying. Trust and believe that what he says is true. That no deception or lie of the enemy, as pretty as they may sound, as gentle as their voice may be, as friendly as they may be, as generous as they may be, as open as they may be understand if god's saying hey watch it something is wrong with that person something is wrong with that person and you need to deal with them with the wisdom of god now people again going back to the, the different definitions of love that this world subscribes to you know what i'm saying you you know love love what i've learned from the from the spirit of god when it comes to love to keep it simple is this it's you know we live in a world where people 
feel like they can, you know, if they get to walk over you or manipulate you or abuse you, you know, as long as they can do whatever they want to you, that means you love them. But the minute you put your foot down, the minute you set a standard, the minute you live in the dignity that God says you can live in and the way that God treats you, then you're all types of evils. You're all types of, you know, bad person. And what I've learned with the love of God is this, is that God don't force anybody to do anything that they don't want to do, Right. And neither should you. You don't force anybody to um to do what they don't want to do. The next thing I learned from God is, is God don't ask anybody for anything, right? And 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 um and so that's the next thing when it comes to to you as a human being. When you make God your source of only hope, right? Your source of confidence. When God has truly become your only source of hope, your only source of confidence, you don't have to ask a man for nothing, okay? Because God will make sure and provide for you and make sure that you are well taken care of. Okay, so that's again that eliminates any opportunity to manipulate, to abuse, or to have emotions have you make decisions because someone didn't want to do what you say, right? Or live the way that you want them to live. Okay. The next thing is that God don't force um which goes back to the first. The Lord doesn't force anyone to um to to change their lives, right? It's kind of like if I've opened the door to you to wealth and honor and riches and, you know what I'm saying, and peace and prosperity and abundance and beauty and all the good stuff that, you know, some of it the world can't give, you can't pay for. If I've opened a door to you, to this kingdom, and I've given you a glimpse of what the citizens of this kingdom receives, right? Now, if you want to continue living according to the other kingdom that you're in or the current kingdom that you're in, if you want to live according to their precepts, their oppressive precepts, oppressive ordinances, laws, regulations, and commandments, their lack of love and, and selfishness and, 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 you know, and, and, and wicked ways, if you want to continue doing that, you can. But, you know, I'm not going to come down to your level i'm not to, you know going to bring my kingdom kingdom down to meet your standards you have to rise up and when you decide to rise up the door is open the door is open for you to walk in but you know this door is not going to come down to your level you understand what i'm saying and that's when you now have to and how i relate that how we correlate that to the human to humans is that when god has revealed to you you know, his plans and his purposes and his hopes for your lives, according to Jeremiah 29, 11, right? For I know the plans I have for you, right? Plans to give you a hope and a future, right? Um, you, now it's like, okay, there's really no one to blame for anything that is going on in your life that you may have perceived correctly or incorrectly. It's holding you back from the plans and the purposes of God from being fulfilled in your life. Because, you know, when God's, moves in your life when he again breaks into your reality and reveals to you that he's made you for a purpose it's kind of like who is there to blame no matter what you went through in your in your childhood that victim mentality should be eradicated immediately and now i said now i understand you know we're humans and you know sometimes our thoughts and habits you know they become uh, our thoughts and ways and mindsets, you know, they become habitual and that we've been doing them for so long that you have to retrain the brain. You have to, you know, uh, uh, you know, just, I guess, you know, not reinvent, but, you know, you have to unlearn just the bad ways and the bad habits that you learned. And of course, the spirit of God helps you with that. So when the, when the Lord, when you start experiencing truth, when the Lord starts speaking to you about truth and starts speaking to you one on one, where it's just like, you know what, there's no, you know, as he did for me, it was like really no, no, you know, person, you know what I'm saying? And I've, I've grown up around people who know God. Like I have a mother who can tell you stories about the hand of God in her life and how he's delivered her multiple times from situations and things you know enemies spiritual witchcraft you know all these different things that has happened and it is just like even when i had my breakthrough with the lord you know he did not use her at all to um to influence my spiritual growth or to influence me spiritually in anything like he did he did not use her at all and we were living in the same house for about three you know after you know when you when i had my spiritual rebirth we were in the same house for like three and a half three almost four years and he did not use her at all to influence me at all in fact maybe this is for another episode but all i would say is this is that when 
And I just wanted to read Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, just you know, just just for context and just for uh, just to have a frame of reference and truth. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. So right there, when He says plans not to harm you, right there, you already know it, all the bad things that happened in your life was not because of God. So there's you know, if you blame God, you know that should it's stop right. It's just like okay. If you were listening in my, you know, listening to this podcast, you would, you already disclosed who is the reason and what's the reason for the evils that we all experience and why we inherited this evil, right? So now, when God begins to move in your life and He starts speaking to you one on one, right, at the appointed time, I believe it's, you know, we all have our time where. God begins to speak to us. I didn't always know God the way that I know God now. I always believed that there was a higher power. I always believed that there was something greater than me. I used to say, I always say, I used to say most, uh, uh, mo, uh, what did I used to say? Most high. I used to say higher power. I used to refer to God as a higher power. I used to even refer to God as the universe. But I know that God is not a higher power. He's the highest power. I know that God is not the universe he created the universe in truth we have power and dominion over the universe if we were to decree a, a decree or declare a thing or command a thing based on our faith it can happen so that means the universe works for us i you know the universe works for us the universe the universe works for me okay the universe didn't create me i i, I was created <laughs> god created me he the same god who created the universe created me so if anything we may work in unison, but the universe don't have dominion over me. Only God has that. And it depending on your, the choice and the life that you choose to live or the enemy. The enemy, you understand what I'm saying? He may also have dominion over a person who chooses to live a certain type of life. But um, when you get the revelation that, you know, God has uh, plan, God's plan is to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. It's kind of like, you know. You and maybe you have to meditate on this, you know, multiple times for it to in, you know, to be for it to be embedded in your mind and in your heart for you to get a revelation. But it goes back to what I was saying about just this these habits that we learn, these mindsets that we adapt, these ways that we've inherited, right? Think about you know, generationally, right? Generational poverty, right? Generational curses, as far as you know, just things you know, of 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 division in your bloodline right these mindsets that have been passed down you know when you really get to the core of it you'll understand okay well you know these people were just doing what they were taught these people were doing you know what they felt was best and yes there are some people who knew better right i believe there are some people in your family right now who got who just like he broke into my reality just like he broke into yours or will break into yours in a more deeper way he broke into their reality and tried to clean them up and wash them up and have them live righteously and forgive and 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 remove the victim mentality because at the end of the day it's still a choice we still have to eat the fruits of the spirit right we still have to use exercise our free will to make decisions that comes into agreement with who god says we are or on the opposing side who the enemy says you are so the so um so yeah there are people in your in your that you know that god has revealed himself to and has tried to to wash up and clean up and give them the new life that he made available in Christ Jesus, but they refused. They wanted to hold on. They, you know what I'm saying? They, they didn't want to exercise their faith. They didn't want to rise up from the ashes. They didn't want to receive the promises and walk into the promised land. They chose to linger in the wilderness for 40 plus years. And you know what I'm saying? Rebel against God and, and, and deny God even after the miraculous works that he did in their lives, right? There are people like that. There are people who have died in the wilderness, literally. Like, I know people want to, some people are just not, you know, they just don't have the, the revelation. But I pray the revelation of God over you, the spirit of truth over you, that these words that I'm saying, that you're able to understand what I'm saying in the name of Jesus, right? Think about in the wilderness, right? When the Lord delivered those people from the exploitation of the um of the Egyptians, right? After they cried out to the Lord, how many years, right? Because of the backbreaking slavery, right? The oppression of the Egyptians, right? And eventually, you know, God, of course, even while they were crying out, God was preparing 
a servant. He was preparing a deliverer. He was preparing, you know, a, a vessel who we refer to as or know to be as Moses, right? Moses, whom God had to deal with one on one so that Moses can get an understanding of who the God of Israel is to have confidence in the God of Israel, to have an image and I and I and an identity that he had to be uh, rooted in so that when he go, when he went back to Egypt, the same place that he came from and ran from, right? When he went back there to deliver God's people, he knew who he was. He was solidified in who he was as a child of God so that no matter what the enemy tried, no matter the attacks, no matter the fake miracles that the uh, sorcerers and the astrologers, you understand what I'm saying, that they were able to do in 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 and compete, quote-unquote, with, with Moses, with the God of Israel, ultimately because of Moses' faith, him standing on the promises of God, on the word of God, eventually God showed out. And so even though they were competing with Moses when it came to, you know, the, 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 um, the, you know, the magicians and the things that they were doing, eventually God won because there were certain things that they could not do. And it was then that they said, well, you know what? The, the, the magicians and the people who, were um pharaoh's advisors were saying to him listen you know you're coming against you know after they realized like listen you're coming against the god you're coming against the god of all gods you know you're coming against his god like just back down let his people go let his people go so that they can go serve him right and so think about that in a, in in and of course you know as the story goes you know pharaoh just again when you are <laughs> when you you know when you have built something right when you have built a life and this goes back to why so many people turn a blind eye on the homeless issues the homelessness in the city when you built up when you when you built a life that you were quote unquote so hard for or you've gotten so comfortable in your life that you it doesn't care you don't want to lose it you understand you understand what i'm saying you're going to protect that to the best of your ability you're going to protect that to your last breath. You're going to protect that until, you know what I'm saying, until, who knows, until you die, right? Pharaoh had to be destroyed in order for the people to be let go. And sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes the evil has become so much that there's nothing that you could do. No grace could save a person, right? No no understanding can save a person to have them understand why they do what they're doing, how it's hurting people, how it's oppressing people, how it's exploiting people, how it's ex destroying the lives of not only people, but children for generations. So guess what? The hand of God, the judge of all judge has to make a decision, has to come and, and rain judgment on the just and the unjust. And so, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to, you know, your life when it comes to people and this is more on a more mac on a more micro level when it comes to people who god has blessed to have children and we're going to round this up when god has blessed a family to have children right and this family he says you know what i'm saying you know blessings for obedience blessings for curses right if you if you follow me obey my ways hearken unto my voice then shall you eat the good of the land if you raise the children in the way that they should go they shall not depart from it when this god has made a covenant with you he has chosen you as his prized position he has delivered you from the exploitation and the oppression of the egyptians symbolically of whatever oppression and exploitation that you're going through in your life right now right when he has made that covenant with you and thus begins to bless you and prosper you fruitfully you begin to multiply you begin to have children you you, you, be, you begin to have businesses you begin to be you know a, a, a serial entrepreneur whatever it is you begin to live in your promised land and now all of a sudden now you want to you know what i'm saying live according to the idolatry according to the rebellion that you that you experience and that you know of and you saw how god destroyed you know what i'm saying people who rebelled against him evil people idolaters you you saw how these people's lives they may not have been destroyed immediately but they lived a life of perpetual torment right a, a, a perpetual torment okay and ultimate failure right to the to their death why would you now feel like you can now pass that down well 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 not pass it down yet but why would you now feel like it's okay now to go back to those old ways to go back to the things to go back to the to, to, to a dog you know like a dog to his vomit to go back to the vomit that the, the, the lord delivered you from and not only that but to now pass that down onto the children 
who um who he blessed you with and now have them adapting your mindset have them adapting your habits and your evil ways why do you think that's okay and why do you think that you will go unpunished by destroying the lives of of the little ones right and if you can remember the story in 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 uh, in, was it the book of Joshua or Exodus? But at some point, you know, the Lord did not allow certain people to go into the promised land. He waited till the old, the elders, the adults, you know, grew. Um, he preserved the lives of the adults until the children were of a certain age. You understand what I'm saying? Where they now can have a relationship, a truthful relationship with with the Lord, where they where where they are now able to consciously understand who God is, understand his ways, and thus make a decision. Just like a child cannot sign a contract at a certain age, right? They have to be of an, of a certain age to be able to sign validly sign a contract or else it would be null and void, right? Um it's the same thing with the Lord. When they these children became of a certain age, that's when he just, you know, let the people, the people who came before them, the generation who came before them, that's when he let them go on to grace, go on to, to sleep, right? And so that is what's going to happen, I believe, because he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. There are people in your life, you know what I'm saying, family members going back whenever. I don't know how old you are now. You understand what I'm saying? But there are people in your life who knew to do the right thing. They understood God, they knew God, they understood, you know, the importance of blessings, the end, uh, of obedience. They understood that being obedient and living a righteous life, that it would cause you to be blessed and to live in the promised land without being removed or shaken. But they chose otherwise. They chose to regress. They chose to go back to the sins or, or the idolatry or the ways that the Lord delivered them from in the wilderness. And so do you think that it's right that you should have to suffer because of these people who were given the responsibility to raise you the right way? These people who understood the spirit of God and, and, and his might, who did miraculous works in the wilderness. Do you think that it's right for them not to pass down their idolatry and their wicked ways down to you? And thus you having to suffer the consequences of their disobedience? No, it is not right. And so God, you know, because he is love, again, true love, he gives people an opportunity to serve him. So at the appointed time, he comes in and he makes a move in your life. You understand what I'm saying? And he shows you that he is God, that he's been watching over you all this time and that he's not the one to blame for the things that you went through is those people. But at the same time, because he's God and he's love, he says, forgive them for they know not what they do. Forgive them for they know not what they do, but not only forgive them because they know not what they do. Forgive them because you weren't built to be a savage. Forgive them because you weren't built to carry the, the load of unforgiveness and vengeance. That is his job. That is his responsibility. And so now as he starts moving in your life and begins to, you know, lead you into your promised land, because he is a God who fulfills his promises no matter what, down to this however generations, you know, all he needs is one person to make a decision to say, no, I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to bow down. I'm not going to regress. I'm not going to serve no other God but you. And I'm going to love my neighbor as thyself with the power of the Holy Spirit. And now we have the Holy Spirit who helps us. This is not like an the OT or the Old Testament where people had to rely on, you know, priests to do, um, to do, you know, uh, sacrifices and, and yearly sacrifices and things like that to, you know, to honor God and to be cleansed from their sin. We have the Holy Spirit according to this new covenant in Christ Jesus, where we're able to live freely, right? For wherever the, wherever the Spirit of God is, there is freedom. And we're able to fulfill the promises of God through our one-on-one -on -one relationship with Him. So there's really no one to blame after He's made it clear what's been going on. There's really no one to blame after He's opened your eyes. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost but now I'm found was blind, but now I see, right? That song tells me that that person understands, right, alone. That discernment from that, uh, of that song tells me that they have had an experience with the Spirit of God where, you know, you, your eyes are open. There's no one to blame. So all the distractions that's going on in the world, you know, that try to create division, whether it's racism um, and, you know, just division in, 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 in its many factions. There's so many different ways the enemy uses division um, to separate people, whether it's educationally, sexually, racially, you know, um, um, and even, you know, religious, even religion, right, is a way that the enemy has uh, used even the religion in the eyes of God. And this is from 
the Holy Bible. This is a biblical uh, definition of what religion is. I know there are so many different interpretations of what religion is. Religion in the eyes of God is not letting the world compromising, uh, not letting the world corrupt you and doing and taking care of the orphans, the widows and the poor. Right. That is religion in the eyes of God. But yet so we have all these factions of religion. And it's kind of like what the Lord did in the Tower of Babel, right? How he divided the la the language, right? And so, in other words, if you're allowing human pride to influence your relationship with God, you're going to fail. If we are allowing, you know what I'm saying, um, uh, just our belief or this belief that we can live and thrive and flourish without the Spirit of God, then it's, it's a flop. It's a failure. And it shows currently in the current affairs, we can look at the condition of our world. We can see how corrupted it is. And we can see, you know what I'm saying, that something is wrong. And um, I think that's the beginning, the beginning of change. S seeing that something is wrong and knowing that you need change. Now all you have to do is surrender and ask, how? How can we change? How can I become better? What do I need to do? And you're not going to get it from another human being. You're going to get it from the Spirit of God who's already in you, who knows all things and knows our hearts and is ready and willing and able to answer. The moment you truly, truly, truly feel in your heart that you cannot live this life on your own, that you were created to be led. What you're being led by is a question. You can be led by the goodness of God or the wickedness of evil. All right, beautiful people, um, we're going to round this up today. Um, stay tuned for a closing message. What's up, beautiful people? Uh, I truly hope that you enjoyed that last podcast and that you will continue to support. If you have any questions or concerns, please email me at Corwin at CorwinLGilliams.com. You should also check out my website to see everything that uh, is going on revolving the podcast and you can also book your next coaching session on my website uh, also definitely like and subscribe on instagram i'm corwin l gilliams on instagram and on facebook i am clg speaks clg s-p-e-a-k-s also if you are interested in supporting this platform as i continue to grow it you can definitely Go on my website and there is a contribution link that you can click on and follow through. Thank you again for listening and talk to you guys soon. God bless.